you have too much stuff. Like, you know, like, that's doing it wrong. But it did do a system overload. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna double check this stuff. Okay. Alrighty, everybody. So with that said, let me get into it. Might have some cooling babies in the background here, but it's okay. That was y'all's thing last it was real well. It went really well. We, um, you know, just had an awesome time. And it was like a 50th anniversary, so they really raised the roof in there with that. <laughs> but it turned out real good. It was real good. And the message was real, real good. And Daryl's going to talk a little bit about it. And, um, you know, we just talked about the message of speaking things into existence and reaching for the impossible and to stop asking God to produce miracles that are tangible, like miracles that we know are easy to to be accomplished and start asking him for things that are, um, you know, that are impossible to accomplish, that only God, that are supernatural, like only God can accomplish it. Okay. 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 That I am all I need 
give me something more, more than words can say. I wanna be with you. Let me speak deep, deep in your heart, in your ear, whispering softly the waste of the deep. Let me, let me, let me speak up, let me speak deep and loud and clear. The waves of the deep, the waves of the deep, I'm with you. It's something that I can't explain, your presence. Speaks to my heart so deep, so clearly, and I whisper to you that I am here, reaching out to you, speaking loud and clear. Giving so much more, words cannot compare. Here I am today, singing what I mean for you to be whispers of the deep. Oh, yeah. Ooh. When I speak the whispers of the deep, when I cry to and know you hear me. Your arms, they stretch as far and wide as the universe. That's why I know that you are with me. So let me speak loudly. Let me speak clearly. Clearly to your throne When I feel Your presence near There's something I can't explain When I speak You whisper to me You whisper sorority the deep understanding So I'm with you I'm near you Surrounded by you and through you 
Make me to believe your truth again. Cause I know nowhere else to go beside your face when I need the answer. Whispers of the deep, whispers of the deep, the deep longing. Whoa. The whispers of the deep, the whispers of the deep, the deep longing. For you, so let me speak clearly. So soft at first, and I compare to your eyes, it shines beneath. The ray of your creation, let it pierce through my feet. One day I'll know you more than life itself. One day I'll see you the way I see myself. A reflection of an infinite part of me that's yearning and longing to be the deep whispers of the deep longing for your presence to stand here before your face when I'm with you I'm alone and everything at the same time do you know how I yearn, how I want this little love. I whisper like the whispers So give me strength, strength to move on. My God, Jesus, give me strength, hope, and Courage to move forward. Give me strength, strength to move on. Give me hope, courage to move forward. Give me, give me hope, give me, give me hope, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, Yahweh, give me, give me hope, give me, give me hope, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my Yahweh, 
Give me, give me hope. Give me, give me hope. Oh yeah, my Yahweh. Give me, give me hope. Give me, give me hope. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Jesus, my strength, my hope, my courage, the light and the darkness. Jesus, no left, no low, submergence, will light in thy salvation. Jesus, my strength, my hope, my courage, the light that I'm embracing. Jesus, no lamp nor no submergence will light in thy salvation. Jesus, my strength, my hope, my courage, the light that I am embracing. Jesus, no lamp, no no submergence will light in thy salvation through the whisper. The deep, the deep, Okay, everybody, <clears throat> let's stop right there. Um, hope y'all enjoyed that. That was the whispers of the deep. Um, the song just dedicated to God from the things that we talked and discussed about yesterday with fellowship with um, friends and family from the United Pentecostal movement and. Aberdeen and the deep speaking to the deep is is I just wanted to share this that um, the deep speaking to the deep to me 
is us taking the deepest part of our love for God and reaching out and knowing that his deep, the deep reaching out to the deep, like a deep person reaching out to the deep, the example of deep. When we think about being deep in love or deeply involved with anything, it's deep. The reason why it's deep is because there's levels and levels and levels to the love, levels to the reasons why, levels to the reasons why we care, why we love, why we're committed, why we're faithful. These are it's levels to it. It's not just something that just happened overnight. It's the it's the wisdom, it's the experience of the years of loving God and getting to this point where our hearts haven't grown cold, but now it's become something deep, you know, like deeply rooted. Like it's not like I don't just love God just because of a religion or just because of something somebody told me or just because I got say I got salvation. I love God because of the works, because of I've long I've like David said, I've lived to see the goodness of God. And it's deep. It's deeper than that. We got history. When we're talking about relationships with people and you, you're with somebody. You're with them because you got history. It's deep. You know, you're deeply involved in them. You've been there through the you we've been you've been together with that person through thick and thin, ups and downs. It's just like how marriage is. And that's why he's our um our our maker and our husband. So it's something that we, we should think about as the bride of Christ, as the church. You know, it's deeper. The churches went through some up and down situations. <clears throat> and that's what that song was about. Reaching out to the deep. Reaching out from deep within us. And pulling out those deep thoughts and feelings and care for God. <clears throat> and reaching out. Just like how you could reach out to somebody you love. To relay that message to them. And you're trying to, trying to get them to understand how you feel from the deep part of you. You don't want them to just hear it from the surface. You want them to hear it from the from the depths of their soul. Because that's only when you will know that they know how much that you love them. So we gotta get to the level but it's but it's backwards because it's God reaching out to the deep in us. He wants us to know the depth of how much he loves us. And that leads everything into what what um the sermon is for today and so much more. Because <clears throat> We don't even know the depth of how much God loves us until we come to that same level of openness. A person can share a poem with somebody and from the depths of their heart. But if that person hears what's being read and they don't receive it in the depths of their heart, to them it's just another love poem. But to the person that wrote it, it could mean much more. It's deeper. That's where God's trying to speak to us today about from the depths of his heart to us it's deeper so that said I'll leave everything up to Daryl I'm in the background group. hope everybody has a good Shabbat and yes, peace and blessings Amen. That was, um, that was beautiful.
That was beautiful. And so we'll go right into our prayer. I'll say a short prayer before we go into the sermon. Father, great I am. Jesus, may you bless us, Jesus, with leadership, Jesus. Jesus, may you bless us with wisdom, Jesus. May you bless us with understanding, Jesus. May you anoint us, Jesus, and direct us, Jesus, as we go into your scriptures, as we delve into your scriptures, as we read into your scriptures, as we think, and as we ponder on your scriptures, Jesus, as we take them into our hearts, Jesus, and meditate on it, Jesus. May we meditate on your word, Jesus. May we meditate on the deepness of of your word, Jesus, and let it call again, again into the deepest part of ourselves to give understanding, to give wisdom, to give words of knowledge, Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus, may you give us revelations. May you give us dreams, Jesus. May you give us visions, Jesus. May you do supernatural miracles in our lives, Jesus, by understanding your word, by speaking your word through your holy Bible and speaking, Jesus, through your spirit, your Holy Spirit, which you have given to us in the holy name of Jesus. We pray, Jesus, that you direct us, Jesus, that you anoint me to preach your word, Jesus, and to give your word, Jesus, to give understanding through your word. Speak through me in the holy name of Jesus. Speak through us all, Jesus. May we share and give understanding to each other in the holy name of Jesus, we pray and we say, hallelujah, hallelujah. amen, in the holy name of Jesus. So on the, um, the last sermon, we were speaking about um, how the Holy Spirit leads us through um, a lot of different things um, and that that the Holy Spirit can lead us to to places to places that we never thought that we would uh, find ourselves and so um, this particular um, sermon is about the the talents and the the gifts more so the talents um, that we are given as children of God, as children of Jesus. The, the talents and the skills, rather, and what those skills can look like. And when we look into um, our own communities and some of the things that, um, that are apparent within our lives, you know, um, what those skills are and how they can be um, built upon. And so the first scripture we're going to turn to is Second Chronicles. <coughs> Second Chronicles 1, 1 through 7. Second, uh, Second Chronicles 1, 1 through 7. And it says here, it says, And Solomon, the son of David, was strengthened in his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him and magnified him exceedingly. Then Solomon spoke unto all Israel, to the captains of thousands and of hundreds, and to the judges, and to every governor in all Israel, the chief of the fathers. So Solomon and all the congregation with him went to the high place that was at Gideon. For there was the tabernacle of the congregation of God, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness. But the ark of God had David brought up from Kiriath-Jerim to the place where David had prepared for it, for he had pitched a tent for it at Jerusalem. Moreover, 
the brazen altar that Basilel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, had made, he put before the tabernacle of the Lord. And Solomon and the congregation sought unto it. Okay. It says they, they, they sought um, unto it. And Solomon went up thither to the brazen altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle of the congregation, and offered a thousand burnt offerings upon it. In that night, God did God appear unto Solomon, and said unto him, Ask what shall I give thee? And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established, for thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this people, this thy people that is so great? And God said to Solomon, Because this is in thine heart, thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet hast asked long life, but hast asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge the people over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall any after thee have thee like. So that means that Solomon, there was none other like Solomon. Okay. And he's even directing my eyes now. Um, Second, if we look at Second Chronicles five, we're going to look at Second Chronicles five, Second Chronicles one. I'm sorry, Second Chronicles one, five through eight. And the house which I build is great, for great is our God above all gods. But who is able to build him in the house? Seeing the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain them, him. For I am then that I should build him an house save only to burn sacrifice before him. Send me now therefore a man cunning to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in iron and in purple and crimson and blue and that can skill to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem whom David my father did provide. Send me also cedar trees, fir trees, and algum trees out of Lebanon for I know that thy servants can skill to cut timber in Lebanon. And behold, my servants shall be with thy servants, even to prepare me timber in abundance. For the house which I am about to build shall be wonderful, great. And behold, I will give to thy servants the hewers that cut timber, 20,000 measures of beaten wheat, 20,000 measures of barley, and 20,000 baths of wine, and 20,000 baths of oil. So, Solomon Solomon's faith, um, Solomon had a massive amount of faith that was given to him by God. And, and so through his father, David, he stayed faithful to God. He stayed um, steady in the commandments of God. During the beginning, we know, we know his downfall. Um, but Solomon remained faithful and, and had enough faith to know that he he um, should provide, um, and this has a lot to do with his wisdom. He should provide enough resources so that the house could be built properly. And he and he he asked um, to 
be provided with a person who could, um, but who is able to build him a house? Send me thou therefore a man cunning to work in gold and silver and brass and in iron and in purple and crimson and blue and that can skill to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem. And so whom David my father did provide. And so he's, he's asking for this from the, from the kingdom. And so and, and God provides this thing. And so when we ask for wisdom, when we follow Jesus, when we follow his path, when we follow what he has set out um, for us, he gives us the appropriate skill. He gives us the appropriate talent. And when we embrace that, that God-given talent, he, he blesses it even more. He blesses us with the resources that we need. And so this is exactly um, what's being illustrated here. And so if we um, turn to... Exodus 28. We go back to Exodus 28. And read a story about some of the first um, craftsmen who were skilled at making things in Israel. Not the very first, but the very first of the inside of the formation of, of Israel, the people of Israel. And so once the people were exodus out of um, Egypt, the Israelites were exodus out of Egypt. They, they took their exodus out. Um, God told Moses to, to um, give him the instructions to create the tabernacle. And he gave him the tabernacle plan. And so Moses was in charge of... of um, Appointing the right people. And so we read this story of how the right people were found. And it was God-given. Again, it was God-given. So Exodus 28, 1 through 6, it says, And take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office, even Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. And thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother for glory and for beauty. And thou shalt speak unto all that are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom. There's wisdom again. We were talking about wisdom in um, a, um, a sermon or two ago. So he said he was filled them with the spirit of wisdom that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. So we know that the, that the talents and the and these skills, these skill sets, are a um, can be a type of wisdom. And so we have to to cherish that gift that he he has given us. Okay, so he's saying that they're gonna make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, and a robe, and a broidered coat, a meter, or a, um, a uh, turban, and a girdle, and they shall make holy garments for Aaron thy brother and his sons, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office, and they shall take 
gold and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen. And so we hear this this gold, blue, purple, and, uh, and scarlet. These are, the, these are the colors of Israel. These are the colors of the Israelites. Um, gold and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen. And they shall make the ephod of gold, of blue, and of purple, and of scarlet, and fine twined linen with cunning work. And so that's the, the, um, the, the, the fine twined is um is weaved and um uh um sewn together and so we we see fine twine linen with cunning work and so we know that our the the our people who are filled with this this wisdom to to make Aaron's garments were um filled with such wisdom that they probably had um, visions inside of their head of how to make this 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 fine twisted linen this 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 weaving this sewing um you know and I, I know Ashley I know you you spoke about before about when you're um what, what, what is it called you're doing crocheting that you get a vision in your head yeah I I paint myself I paint I I um I'm a visual artist I paint um I do oil paintings of, of of portraiture and landscapes while I'm doing the, the, the um while I'm painting, while I'm making creating the composition. God'll give me a vision on how to to um to create a certain effect and make it look that much more realistic. And so this is the same thing that we have in our communities. We have these skills. Um it's just that like Jesus said, um, are we now are we using these skills? And so this is this is a, a type of wisdom that, that God has given us to be able to use that He's placed wisdom in us to create certain things. And so when we really um, think about it, we each have a skill that Jesus has given us to utilize to build up the kingdom. In this case, they were using it for the holy priestly vestments. Okay, this is for Aaron and his sons, the Levites. Okay, so you know Aaron came from the the, um, the the lineage of the Levites. Moses came from the lineage of the Levites. They all were high priests that were to minister in front of the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, to minister before God. And so when we look here, we look. Um, we can turn to Exodus thirty-five twenty-nine through thirty-five. Exodus thirty-five. 29 through 35 if we look to exodus 35 29 through 35 we can see again that god provided because they they went into their skill set they were going into their skill set and god provided all the things they would need to go into that skill set all the things they would need to create with their skill set that he get that he's gifted them with the children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord, every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work which the Lord had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord hath called by name Basilil, the son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah. And so if we even go back to 2nd Chronicles 
when we just read, we just read Second Chronicles. Um, so what did Solomon just say? Moreover, the brazen altar that Bazalel, the son of Ori, the son of Hur, had made, he put before the tabernacle of the Lord, and Solomon and the congregation sought unto it. So Bazalel was the creator of the of the um this the brazen altar, and he made many pieces of the tabernacle and the whole tabernacle plan. He was filled with that wisdom. Okay, so it says, The children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord, every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work which the Lord had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord hath called by name Basileel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. You guys should be listening to this too, Shemir and Lee. And he hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding. Here it is again. And he hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of worksmanship. So he, the, the Holy Spirit, filled them with the understanding on how to make these things, on how to weave, on how to crochet, on how to sew, on how to, the things that you're doing, Shamira, even the things that you guys are doing, creating those words and weaving those words. It's all, all of that stuff that you guys do it's all God-given. It's all given by God. It's talked about right here in the scriptures. All right? And it says, um, And he hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of worksmanship and to devise curious works to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in the cutting of stones to set them and in carving of wood to make any manner of cunning works. So any manner of cunning creative work, sewing, um, weaving, um, crocheting, um, stone cutting, um, uh, shaving um, wood and carving wood. It says, to make any manner of cunning work. And he hath put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ahishamak of the tribe of Dan. So Aholiab is from the tribe of Dan. So he said he put it in his heart to teach for them to teach other people. So Aholiab and Basileel. Okay? Aholiab and Basileel. He said they put it in, in their both of their hearts to teach other people how to do this, this stuff. So to teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ahishamak of the tribe of Dan. So Dan and Judah, two, two individuals from, from two different tribes. Ahishamak from Dan. Basileel from Judah, okay? And he hath put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ahishamak of the tribe of Dan. Them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work of the engraver and of the cunning worksman, workman and of the embroider. So he embroidered as well. And of the embroiderer. <coughs> In the embroiderer, Shemira. in blue and in purple, Shamira, you embroider. And he embroidered in blue and in purple, in scarlet and in fine linen, and of the weaver, and weaving and embroidering, even of them that do any work and of those that devise cunning work. So any creative work, embroidering, weaving, sewing, crocheting, cutting um, and shaving 
um, wood and 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 um, to work in gold and silver, beating um, silver and gold and brass, smoothing it out, um, shaving and cutting of um, of wood, all of these things. So this is these are several different skills that he said he put in 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 um is in in in, in, in wisdom of um, Aholiab and Basilil to teach it to, to, to know it and to teach other people and this this is all in Exodus 35 at the end of Exodus 35 29 through 35 okay and so we can um, we'll backtrack just a little bit here if we go to um, Exodus Exodus 31 Exodus 31 one through seven. Okay, it says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Basilel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom and in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of worksmanship, to devise cunning works, to work in gold and in silver and in brass, and in cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of timber to work in all manner of worksmanship. And behold, I have given with him a Aholiab, the son of Ahishamach of the tribe of Dan. Okay, and in all, and in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. The tabernacle of the congregation and the ark of the testimony and the mercy seat that is thereupon, and all the furniture of the tabernacle, and the table and its furniture, and the pure candlestick with all its furniture, and the altar of incense. All of these things, all of these things, they have been charged to make. God said he put the wisdom inside of their hearts. He said, Behold, I have given him a holy air, the son of Ahishamech of the tribe of Dan, and in the hearts of all that are wise hearted, I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee. So they are they 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 have the wisdom inside of their hearts. Aholiab and um Basilil. And so they're they're charged to go out and teach others. They they've been given wisdom to teach as well too, to know but to teach. And now there's other people that are there that have been charged to know as well too. And and they're just directing them on which way they should go. And so and especially when we're when we're talking about Basilil, Basilil says Basilil is from the tribe of Judah, and we all we know that um, we have a um, a connection, a strong connection with the tribe of Judah. That Solomon is from the tribe of Judah. David is from the tribe of Judah, um, Jesus. and Jesus, of course, Jesus is from the tribe of Judah. He comes from the lineage of David, and so we know, especially us as African Americans. Um, we have dark skin. We come from the tribe of Judah. We come from the same lineage of Judah. So we have this creative tendency to want to weave, to to embroider, to um, crochet, to sew, to create things with our hands. And so these are the God-given talents that God has, Jesus has given all of us, all of us, everyone, not just us, but everybody. That we are to use is it's God given. He has given us wisdom to work with our hands, to use, to create things with our hands, to use those skills for the edification of the kingdom, to build up the kingdom. We were talking about the Holy Spirit and the wisdom about building up the kingdom. 
So now um, we're going to go up just a little bit further. We're going to go to Exodus 36. Exodus 36. 1 through 13. All right. Exodus 36 describes what Basilil did. Then wrought <coughs> Basilil and Aholiab and every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary, to build up the kingdom for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord had commanded. Shamir, I hope you're listening. And Moses called Basilil and Aholiab and every wise-hearted man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom. Okay? God has given you wisdom, Shamira. God has given you wisdom to, to embroider. Okay, God has given you wisdom in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even every who everyone whose heart stirred him up to come unto the work of it. So their hearts were stirred, just like we were talking about before about the about the Holy Spirit um, pushing us to speak things. If we're, if we're a prophet, you know, um, we're, we're, we're pushed. What, what is it going to feel like? What does it feel like when the Holy Spirit is pushing us to speak something? It feels like a burning. Okay, so he says here. Um, everyone came, every wise man hearted, in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come unto the work to do it. And so they're inspired, greatly inspired. And they received of Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the for the work of the service of the sanctuary, to make it withal. And they brought yet unto him free offerings every morning every morning and all the wise men that wrought all the work of the sanctuary came every man from his work which they made and they spake unto moses saying the people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the lord commanded to make and so again when when you go into that to that that skill when you go into that skill set that talent that god has given us that jesus has given us he's going to provide all of it to us we're not going to have to um to want for anything to be able to create that um, whatever that that skill is what we're going to create with that skill we're not going to need it we're not going to be in need of the materials okay and they spake unto moses saying the people bring much more that means it was too much than enough for the service of the work which the lord commanded to make and moses gave commandment and caused it to, to be proclaimed throughout the camp saying let neither man nor woman make any work for the offering of the sanctuary so the people were restrained from bringing, for the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it, and too much. So it was actually too much. And and, and so, and Jesus talks about it. David talks about it. Um, I, I believe Jeremiah talks about it. He said, Your, my cup overfloweth. He's going he's gonna to bless us with, a, with the abundance um, to do it, and more. You know, I know um, Miss Donna talked about the the um the 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 yarn falling out of the um <laughs> falling out of the um the compartment underneath of the seat um and so he's gonna give us much more than enough what we need and so here they're actually saying is way too much the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it and too much and every wise hearted man among them that wrought the work of the tabernacle made ten curtains of fine twine linen that's fine twisted linen that's 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 sewing, sewing it together, twisting it together, and blue and purple and scarlet with cherubims of cunning work made he them. And so they, they what he's saying is what they're saying is they made angels, just like you do, Shamira. They made angels 
on the robes. They twisted and sewed angels on the robes. They embroidered it. They sewed it and embroidered it. With cherubims and cunning work made he them. The length of one curtain was twenty and eight cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits. The curtains were all of one size. And he coupled the five curtains one unto another, and the other five curtains he coupled one unto another. So he put them together. He attached them together. And he made loops of blue on the edge of one curtain. From the selvage in the coupling, likewise, he made in the uttermost side of, the, of another curtain. In the coupling of the second, fifty loops he made in one curtain. And fifty loops he made he in the edge of the curtain, which was in the coupling of the second. The loops held one curtain to another. And he made fifty tatches of gold and coupled the curtains one unto another with the tatches. So it became one tabernacle. So it was one piece that went around. And he made the curtains of goat's hair for the tent over the tabernacle. So this is a whole tent that went over the tabernacle that was attached together. Eleven curtains, he made them and, and attached them together. And they, they had angels on them. And the whole thing was, was, was twisted together of blue and purple and scarlet and gold. Beautiful works. Beautiful stuff. Where's Miss Donna's um, her, her thing? Where's her, um, her, her, her blanket at? It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work. You know, if we again, if we go back to Exodus, the other one, the other one, we don't have it in here. Exodus thirty-one. If we go back to other one, the Exodus thirty, it's not in here. It, if we go back to yeah, if we go back to Exodus thirty-one, one through seven, it says, "See, I have called by name Basilil, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah." And I have filled him with the spirit of God and wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and all manner of worksmanship to devise cunning works to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in cutting of stones to set them in the carving of timber to work in all manner of worksmanship. And behold, I have given with him Aholiab, the son of Ahishamach of the tribe of Dan, and the hearts of all that are wise hearted. I have put wisdom that they may make all that I have commanded thee. So the wisdom, he, God has given us the wisdom to create. Okay, if we go um, a little bit further in Exodus 36, 19 through 20, it says, it says, and he made a covering for the tent of ram skin dyed red and a covering of badger skin above that. And he made the made boards for the tabernacle of shittim wood standing up. Okay, and so all of this stuff was created. This is, this is actually, this is, um, this is Basilil. Azalo, um was the one who did this this work. He was from the tribe of Judah. He embroidered, he sewed, he, he twisted the linen together. If we go um slightly up to Exodus 37, it says, And Basilil made the ark of Shittim wood two cubits and a half with the length of it, and a cubit and a half the breadth of it, and a cubit and a half the height of it. And he overlaid it with pure gold within and without and made a crown of gold to it round about. And he cast for it four rings of gold to be set by the four corners of it, even two rings upon the one side of it and two rings upon the other side of it. And he made staves of shittim wood and overlaid them with gold. And he put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark to bear the ark. 
and he made the mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half was the length thereof, and one cubit and a half the breadth thereof. He made it, he made it of pure gold. It says, it says further up that he overlaid it with, you know how hard it is to, to um, it's like taking a piece of tin foil, but imagine that's gold and you're beating the gold smoothly over the shape of whatever it is. That's a, that's a skill. Okay, if we go up even just a little bit further, if we go to Exodus um, 36, 34, it says, and he overlaid the boards with gold, and he made their rings of gold to be places for the bars. And he overlaid the bars with gold, and he made a veil. That's the veil. The veil when, when Jesus was um, crucified and the veil ripped in two, the same veil. He made a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen with cherubims made he it of cunning work. I hope Shamir is listening. And he made thereunto four pillars of shittim wood, and overlaid them with gold. Their hooks were of gold. He cast it for them four sockets of silver. So all of these are all of these things. And he made an hanging for the tabernacle door of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen of needlework. Miss Donna, you work with a needle. Needlework. It says right here, needlework. Needlework. The needlework. These are the skills that he has given us. He says that he has given us the wisdom to work. The wisdom to work. If we go back to Exodus, um, well, actually, we already read that. Exodus 39. If we go up to Exodus 39, we can read more, more about it. And of the blue and of purple and scarlet, they made cloths of service to do service in the holy place and made the holy garments for Aaron, Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. Again, he's given us these skills. He's given us these talents to build up the kingdom, to build up the body, to build up the body. So he made cloths of the service. And do you hear that? Blue, purple, and scarlet. Blue, purple, scarlet, and gold. It's it's so interesting because Miss Donna made us these um, these beautiful blankets, and I don't even think that you even realize, Miss Donna, that these blankets are the same colors. <coughs> Blue, purple. Scarlet, it's kind of scarlet and gold. These are the colors of the um, of the of Israel. I don't know if you guys can see that. I'll um I'll take a picture of this and put it in the graphic for the um for the sermon too. These are the colors. These are the same colors that were used. All right, we keep reading in Exodus 39. And of blue and purple and scarlet, they made cloths of service to do service in the holy place and made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the ephod of gold, blue, 
and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen. Fine twine linen. Of gold and blue and purple and fine twine linen. You see that? It's the same thing. These are the colors. It's the same thing. Same colors. <clears throat> Keep reading. <clears throat> and they did beat the gold into thin plates and cut it into wires to work it in the blue and in the purple and in the scarlet and in the fine linen with cunning work. They made shoulder pieces for it. To couple it together by the two edges was it coupled together. If we go up a little bit further, go up to 21. <clears throat> and they did bind the breastplate by his rings unto the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue that it might be above the curious girdle of the ephod. And that the breastplate might not be loose from the ephod as the Lord commanded Moses. And he made the robe of the ephod of woven work. All of blue, woven work, is weaved. It's weaved. I hope, I hope Shemir is listening. And there was a hole in the midst of the robe, as the hole of a habergeon, with a band round about the hole that it should not rend. And they made upon the hems of the robe pomegranates. They made it on the, on the hems of the robe pomegranates. <coughs> Imagine if these were... Um, these these notches that you made, Miss Donna, were, were pomegranates. Okay? The shape of pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet and twined linen, of twisted twined linen. And they made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates upon the hem of the robe, round about between the pomegranates. Right, if we go up a little bit further in 29, and a girdle of fine twine, that's twisted linen, a girdle of fine twine linen and blue and purple and scarlet of needlework, needlework, again, needlework, as the Lord commanded Moses. And they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold and wrote upon it in it a writing like to the engravings of a signet, holiness to the Lord. And I, I believe that when we utilize these skills, when we utilize these talents, this is how um, Jesus looks at it. Holiness to the Lord. When we utilize these gifts that he has given us, he looks at it as holiness to the Lord. Um, if we go back to... Um, First Chronicles. <clears throat> First Chronicles four thirteen through fourteen. We get another description again of the things that we, we the, the, the the things that we do, the things that we utilize, the skills that we utilize, where we come from. I don't know if you know, but Chronicles tells the um, the lineages and the records of all of the tribes and where they come from. 
and then it, there's, a, there's some particular parts that talk about their skill sets. And so if we go to First Chronicles 4, 13 through 14, it says here, um, And the sons of Canaz, Othniel and Sariah, and the sons of Othniel, Hathath and Menathi, begot Ophrah, and Sariah begot Joab, the father of the valley of Cherishim. For they were craftsmen. They were craftsmen. And if I'm not mistaken, Cherishim. Cherishim means to um, to craft, to create. Um, we can even look it up here. And Cherishim. says valley of crash craftsmen cherishim was was the valley of craftsmen so they lived in this area and everybody knew that they were craftsmen it says cherishim means the valley of craftsmen so it says the father of the valley of cherishim for they were craftsmen they were craftsmen you know mr ben makes um creates photos he he, he takes photos of things you know there's a craft to that there's a, a process to that okay so if we go down to 21 to 23 it says the sons of shelah the son of judah were ur the father of lekah and ladath the father of marishah and the families of the house of them that wrought fine linen of the house of ashbeah okay this this comes from a holy and um basilil Okay, Basil was from the tribe of Judah. These are sons of Shelah, the son of Judah. Okay, these are from, they're from the lineage of Judah. It says that they, they wrought, they created things in fine linen of the house of Ashbeah. And Jochim and the men of Chozeba and Joash and Sharath, who had made the dominion in Moab and the Jashubilahim, and these are ancient, and these are ancient things. These were the potters and those that dwelt among plants and hedges. There they dwelt with the king for his work. So we have a group of people that works with plants, that, that goes out to, um, to plant things, to plants and hedges, that does um, landscaping work. Mr. Ben, you did some, um, Mr. Ben did some landscaping stuff um, a few times, I've heard. You know, and so these are all skills that are given by God. He's given us wisdom to work and to create things to for the for the, the the edification like we said of the body for the edification for the building of the body if we go to first kings first kings this is where we're going to end at here um just these last it's about five more scriptures here first kings 4 29 through 33 first kings 4 29 through 33 it says again, and God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan, the Ezrahite, 
and Heman, and Chalcol, and Darda, the sons of Mahol, and his fame was in all the nations round about. And he spake three thousand proverbs, and his songs were a thousand and five. And so we also have musicians. We have musicians. That's an, this is another gift, another talent, another skill that is given. Okay? He says, Solomon spoke three thousand proverbs, and his songs were a thousand and five. A thousand and five songs. And he spake of trees from the cedar tree that is in Lebanon, even unto the hyssop that springeth out of the wall. He spake also of beasts and of fowl and of creeping things and of fishes. And there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth, which had heard of his wisdom. Okay, we continue into, into um, 5. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants unto Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father. For Hiram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build an house unto the name of the Lord his God, for the wars which were about him on every side. Okay, so he's, he's, he's speaking about David, why, why David couldn't build um, the house, the, the temple. Okay, it said um, that he couldn't, he could not build a house unto the name of the Lord his God, for the wars which are about him on every side, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God hath given me rest on every side, so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurring. And behold, I purpose to build a house unto the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, The son whom I will set upon my throne in thy room, he shall build a house unto my name. Now therefore command thou that they hew me cedar trees of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy servants, and un unto thee will I give hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can skill to hew timber like unto, to, unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass when Hiram heard the words of Solomon that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day which hath given unto David a wise son over this great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon saying, I have considered the things which thou sentest to me for and I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning timber of fir. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon unto the sea, and I will convey them by sea and floats unto the place that thou shalt appoint me, and will cause them to be discharged there, and shalt receive them, and thou shalt accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fir trees according to all his desire. <clears throat> And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food to his household and 20 measures of pure oil. Thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. So again, the craft, the, the um, creative process, the skill was provided for. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon. And they two made a league together. And King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was 30,000 men. And he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses a month. They were in Lebanon, and two months at home. And Adonoram was over the levy. And Solomon had threescore and ten thousand that bare burdens, and fourscore thousand he was in the mountains. 
Um, I as I work sometimes I work with um, with Ashley's cousin Kev, and we um, there's peace between us. Just like they say here about between Solomon and Hiram, there was peace between the two. They worked until the work was done. A lot of times we work days and months on graphic or well, days and weeks on graphic designs, and we 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 work all the way until the work is done. And so there's a consistency there. There's a, um, a fellowship that's built um, through that. And it says, um, And Solomon had threescore and ten thousand that bear burdens, and fourscore thousand hewers in the mountains. Beside the chief of Solomon's officers, which were over the work, three thousand and three hundred, which ruled over the people that wrought in the work. And the king commanded, and they brought great stones, costly stones, and huge stones to lay the foundation of the house. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders did hew them. And the stone quarries, so they prepared timber and stones to build the house. So they were building. They were building up the literal um, temple. But we're, we're in the business of building up. He's given us these skills to build up the kingdom. To keep building up the kingdom. To keep laying blocks. To keep laying um, on top of the foundation that Jesus has set us upon. And so going in the sixth, and it says, And it came to pass in the 480th year after the children of Israel will come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month of Ziph, which is the second month, and, and that he began to build the house of the Lord. And the house which Solomon built for the Lord, the length thereof was three score cubits, and the breadth thereof twenty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits. And the porch before the temple of the house, twenty cubits was the length thereof, according to the breadth of the house, and ten cubits was the breadth thereof before the house. And for the house he made windows of narrow lights, and against the wall of the house he built chambers round about, against the walls of the house, round about both of the temple and of the oracle, and he made chambers round, round about. The nethermost chamber was five cubits broad, and the middle was six cubits broad. The third was seven cubits broad, for without in the wall of the house he made narrowed rest round about, that the beam should not be fastened in the walls of the house. Okay, and, and here's the interesting part. And the house, when it was in building, was built of stone, made ready before it was brought thither. So that means all the stones were cut and then they were laid, so that there was neither hammer nor axe nor any tool of iron heard in the house while it was in building. So they didn't use any hammers. That means they didn't use any screws. They didn't use any iron, anything, to put that temple together. And so Hiram, along with Solomon, they, they, these, were, these are builders. These are builders of stone and, um, and wood and timber. Okay, and God gave them these skills to use. Okay, if we go up a little bit further, uh, if we go um, up in 1 Kings 6, 26-33, it says here, it says, The height of the one cherub was ten cubits, and so was it of the other cherub. And he set the cherubims within the inner house, and they stretched forth the wings of the cherubims, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, 
and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. So in the, this is, the midst means the middle. The middle is usually the most holy place. So this is where the Ark of the Covenant is. And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the, the, these angels or cherubims were about nine foot high, nine feet high, made of gold. And it, like I said, they were touching one another. The wings touched one another so that the wing of the one touched the one wall and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall and their wings touched one another in the midst of the house. And he overlaid, this is Hiram, he overlaid the cherubims with gold and he carved all the walls of the house round about with carved figures of cherubims and palm trees and open flowers within and without. And the floor of the house he overlaid with gold within and without. That's incredible. And for the entering of the oracle, he made the doors of olive tree. And the lintel and side posts were a fifth part of the wall. The two doors also were of olive tree. And he carved upon them carvings of cherubims or angels and palm trees and opened flowers and overlaid them with gold and spread gold upon the cherubims and upon the palm trees. So he carved the wood, carved the wood, carved angels and palm trees on there, placed it in the temple, and then overlaid all of it with gold. And the two doors were a fir tree, and the two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door, other door were folding. Okay? Now if we go back, if we go back um, to First Chronicles, or up to First Chronicles rather, we can read um, what else Solomon and David um, put in place. First Chronicles 6. First Chronicles 6. God gives so many different types of talents, so many different types of skills. Um, and so in First Chronicles 6, we can read about another one of those skills that, that is God-given, that's used for building up the kingdom. These are and, and these examples are so great because in um, Kings and Chronicles, they're actually in the temple um, using it for the service of the temple, inside of the temple. They're actually inside of the temple. Um, and so 1 Chronicles 6, 31 through 38. And these are they whom David set over the service of song in the house of the Lord. After that, the ark had rest. So we know music is so important. Praise is so important. But that also is a skill. It's also a talent. It's also a gift. Okay, and we can use that to build up the kingdom. We can use that for the glory of God. First Chronicles 6, 31 through 38. And these are they whom David set over the service of the song in the house of the Lord. After that, the ark had rest. And they ministered before the dwelling place of the tabernacle of the congregation with singing until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. And then they waited on their office according to their order. And these are they that waited with their children of the sons of the Kohathites. He man, a singer, 
the son of Joel, the son of Shemuel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Jehoram, the son of Eliel, the son of Toa, the son of Zuth, the son of Elkanah, the son of Mahab, the son of Amasai, the son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah, the son of Tehath, the son of Aser, the son of Abiasaph, the son of Korah, the son of Ezhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, the son of Israel. And so a lot of these singers that were appointed to sing in the house of the Lord, to sing in the temple, to sing in the church, to sing in the service for the glory of God, they were, most of them, all of them were Levites. They were appointed Levites to preach, to minister, and also to sing. So they also, and they also had instruments. If we go to, if we go up to um, First Chronicles 15, First Chronicles 15, 16 through 29, we can read about it here. And David spake to the chief of the Levites, to appoint their brethren to be singers with instruments of music, psalteries, and harps, and cymbals, sounding by the lifting up the voice with joy. That's praise. That's worship. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Joel, and his brethren, Asaph, the son of Berechiah, and of the sons of Merari, their brethren, Ethan, the son of of Cushiah, and with them their brethren of the second degree, Zechariah, Ben, and Jaziel, and Shemaroth, and Jehiel, and Uni, and Eliab, and Benaiah, and Messiah, and Mattathiah, and Eliphaleh, and Mechniah, and Obedidim, Obedidim, and Jael, the porters. So the singers Heman, Asaph, and, and Ethan were appointed to sound with symbols of brass. Those are musical instruments, the actual symbols. And Zechariah and Aziel and Sheremoth and Jehiel and Uni and Eliab and Messiah and Benaiah with psalteries on Alamoth. And Mithathiah and Eliphaleh and Mikniah and Obed, Obed-Datum and Jehiel and Aziah with harps and on the Shemineth to excel, so they had harps. So we were, we're we're reading that several people had they had um, psalteries, harps, um, cymbals. Okay, I hope Shamira is still listening because she's going into um, music as well. Okay, and so it says in Chananiah, chief of the Levites was for song. He instructed about the song because he was skillful. So he was the conductor. You know how when you watch, um, when you when you go to a, um, a orca, when you when you observe an orchestra, there's always a um, <clears throat> a orchestrator. Okay, somebody who leads the orchestra in the song. And so this is Ch Chanania, chief of the Levites was for song. He instructed about the song because he was skillful. Okay? And Barakiah and Elkanah were doorkeepers for the Ark, the Ark of the um, Covenant. And Shebaniah and Jehoshaphat and Nathaniel and Amasiah and Zechariah and Benaiah and Eleazar the priests did blow the trumpets. 
they did blow the trumpets before the ark of God, and Obed-Edom and Jehiah were doorkeepers for the ark. <clears throat> and so we know how important the trumpets are. Read about that in Revelation. Read about that in, uh, um, in Exodus <clears throat> for the Feast of Trumpets. So David and the elders of Israel and the captains over thousands went to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the house of Obed-Edom with joy. And it came to pass when God helped the Levites that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord that they offered seven bullocks and seven rams. And David was clothed with a robe of fine linen. Okay, we talked about the fine linen before. And all the Levites that bear the Ark and the singers and Chananiah the master of the song with the singers, David also had upon him an ephod of linen. And so all of these things we read about in Exodus before too. All of these um, these embroidered and weaved robes and, um, <clears throat> and um, ephods and um, blankets were, they were worn by these, and these robes were worn by Levites were worn worn by David were worn by the singers which are which are Levites thus Israel all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the cornet and with trumpets and with cymbals making a noise with psalteries and harps and it came to pass as the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David that Michal the daughter of Saul looking out the window saw King David dancing and playing Okay, and so this is this is what we're looking at. That they that another skill was the music that as musicians that God has blessed us with wisdom to be able to create song, that to, to be able to um to glorify him in song with instruments and that it all can come together um in a way. It all can come together for his glory. We see that the um that the robes that the linen that the that the scarves that the um the all of these things that were um involved in the service of the house of the temple were all used to glorify God before the before the ark of the covenant before the um <clears throat> the the um the altar that these skills were used that that Aholiab and, and Basilel had they were used to create the actual um Ark of the Covenant and some of the other uh, um, furniture pieces inside of the um, the whole of the tabernacle, and of course these same skills were used um, by Hiram to build the new temple. How he constructed it and he he, he um, uh, carved things on the walls and um, and carved these these cherubs and these angels and. Then once they finished all of that work on the inside and they laid everything with gold, <clears throat> the brazen altar was carved and it had um, pomegranates on it and niches on it. <clears throat> it looked almost like it was woven, but it was made out of brass. <clears throat> they finished all that. And so now the singers are coming to sing over the, the, um, over the, the, um, the Ark of the Covenant, to sing over the, the holy place, to sing over the temple. And how does that end in Second Chronicles? If we turn to Second Chronicles, <coughs> excuse me, that's this is why the praise and worship is so essential 
how does that end? <clears throat> in 2 Chronicles 5, 11-14, we can read here. <clears throat> and in it I have put the ark, wherein is the covenant of the Lord that he made with the children of Israel. And he stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. This is, this is um, Solomon. He spread forth his hands. For Solomon had made a brazen scaffold of five cubits long and five cubits broad and three cubits high and had set it in the midst of the court, courts, court. And upon it he stood and kneeled down upon his knees before all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I went a little bit a little bit further up. <clears throat> First Chronicles 5, 11 through 14. And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place, for all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not then wait by course. Also the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph, of Heman, of Jedatham, with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar with them, a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. They had their instruments. And it came even to pass as the trumpeters and the singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house would fill with the cloud, even the house of the Lord. So right then and there, the, his, the cloud came in, it was filled with his glory. So that the priest could not stand to minister by reasoning of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Hallelujah. This is what the praise can do. This is what the worship can do. This is what the skills and the, the, uh, the, the talents can do. Once we bring ourselves into what God has given us. To do it in his way. In his will. By his strength. Not, let any, not letting anything um, get in the way of it. Not delaying. Not let anything keep us from that God-given skill from letting it flow through us letting in that Holy Spirit flow through us to create to, to for the for the edification of the kingdom to build up the kingdom by using these skills the only thing that we have to do the only thing that we have to be um, careful of is to not let Satan utilize our skills to build up his kingdom to go into the world and to use these things in the world, but to use it for God, to use it in His way by following His laws and His commandments, to do it in the church, to do it in a temple, to do it for God, to build up to the body, to edify the church, to edify the body, to build up His, um, Him and His glory, to do it for His glory. Hallelujah. And so that um, ends this message. Does anybody have anything 
that they'd like to, um, to share or any reflections that they'd like to share. Anybody want to um, share? <clears throat> Carol, can you hear us? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. Hey, um, I, I just wanted to make a comment um, as far as um, the, the things that I've created. You know, it's, it's all by the grace of God. Um, yep. The crocheting that I do is, um, I've been trying to do it since I was a little girl. Um, it's not that hard, but what I did find was that um, when I was younger, I just didn't have the patience. It does take patience to learn new things, and um, and I just didn't have the patience. I didn't have God in my life either, and so, um, you know, I was just here, there, and everywhere, but as I have gotten older, um, then I several times I've tried to do it again and still found I didn't have the patience, but um, maybe I, but it's been five or six years now, or maybe even more, that I have been consistently crocheting. I only, um, I give that to the grace of God. Um, because he had, he's the one that has given me the patience and the peace to be able to, um, to learn that yeah oh yeah uh, yeah to learn that and to um consistently do it now where i wasn't able to do it before right but um i i am able to do it now it's one of the biggest joys that i have being able to create and mainly for my family it's not anything that i do to make money you know it, it's all for um, my family, and I can only contribute that to the grace of God. Hallelujah. I can't take credit for those colors. I can't take credit for those colors. You know, mm -hmm. it was just something that I picked up, and I started making, and, and Ashley was the receiver of it, and I, I had no knowledge of what those colors meant. You know, so just the fact that all of that, um, Mean something. It, was, it can only be by the grace of God. Yeah. Did I hear say something? Again, it 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 says. It, it, <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, it, you know, again, it's definitely it's definitely by yeah. God. It says yeah. we were reading in yeah. Exodus um, thirty-five and thirty-six. It says, and he put in his heart that he may teach both he and the holy of the son of Ahishamak of the tribe of Dan. Them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work, of the engraver and of the cunning workman, and of the embroiderer in blue and in purple, in scarlet and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of them that do any work, and of those that devise cunning work. Then wrought Basilil and Holyab, and every wise man-hearted wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding, to know how to work all manner of work for the service of his sanctuary, according to all that the Lord had commanded. And Moses called Basilel and Aholiad, and every wise-hearted man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even every one whose heart stirred him up to come unto the work to do it. And so, it it's it's definitely God-given, and it, even with with when it's saying in Exodus, God saying to us through Moses that every that the hearts 
of the men, the hearts of the people were stirred up. It's it's like the same thing with the Holy Spirit when we're when we're um, when He's pressing us when Jesus is pressing us to speak that it's like a burning like it's a a burning will inside of them that He put inside of them to create this work. And so that's definitely him, you know, that's definitely him. And it's, again, you know, it's no coincidence. It's all him. It's all by his doing that you use these same colors. These are the, this is the, these are the colors of Israel. And so that's, that's all his doing. The Holy Spirit, Jesus puts wisdom inside of us to, to use these skills. And he gives us the, um, the foreknowledge, the, the, the vision to create said he put he put he gave them that wisdom to work the fine works of every cunning work that's inspiration and, and wisdom it's a beautiful it's really beautiful a wonderful blessing Yeah, it's so interesting because it's something that goes back um, years in in our ancestry, and again, it was it, it came from God. You know, we reading here that this is something that was done <coughs> thousands of years ago um, when the Israelites came out of Israel. I mean, came out of Egypt. When they came out of Egypt. He immediately gave them these skills to start carving, to start um, weaving and embroidering and um, crocheting and sewing. And so it's it's, a, it's such a beautiful thing um, to to be able to connect back to that um, in God's will for the for the building up of the, of the kingdom. And so I thank you for sharing that, Miss Donna. We we really do appreciate that. So we'll we'll go ahead and end it there, and um, we'll talk to everybody um, a little bit later. And also, um, again, you know, you guys will be coming up here. I think Miss Rose will be um, be coming up here for everybody else. We're gonna try to put some some stuff together, some events, and. Um, do some of these and, uh, sermons and, and live music in a, in a in a live setting, and um, again, we'll keep everybody we'll keep everybody posted on that. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, y'all have our itinerary, so you know the basic timeline of when we'll be there. Yep. Y'all call us up. Y'all call us up. Oh, I'm already.